Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Broadcasting live from Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse on the sunny shores of beautiful Lake Erie. Nemhard, the shape, three to shoot. Nemhard, the force. Mobley grabs the board. Mobley, oh, it goes. Counted in a foul. In downtown Cleveland. Hello, Cleveland. Hello, Cleveland. You've tuned in to Wine and Gold Radio. Oh, my goodness. Now, here your host, Rafa and Joji. Hello. Yo, hey. Yeah, hey. Everybody, and uh, welcome back. It's been a while, dude. It's been quite a while. It's I, been too long. It has been too long. Uh, I am Joji. To my right is Rafa Hernandez Brito. Always on the right. Uh, and this is Wine and Gold Radio. And before we even get going, I have to apologize for the... For my uh, absence, our absence. Uh, I went. Uh, well, I mean, I went through. <clears throat> I went through some personal stuff uh, towards the end of last season. My dad got sick or was sick, and uh, he passed away uh, about about a month ago. Actually, now, actually, exactly, exactly, exactly a month ago today. So uh, that was that explains my absence. So I'm back, and We're glad uh, to have you back, man. Yeah. So the. I'm going to dedicate this show to my dad, and I hope I don't screw it up. I, I, I will. Then if we're going to dedicate it to your dad, we got to talk a little brown. <laughs> I, I'm still upset that I never got to get uh, the beautiful opportunity of watching a football game with your dad. You don't want to watch. You don't, don't want to watch. He was oh quite the experience. He was, he, he was a lunatic. Yeah. I mean, he just uh, it, he didn't even enjoy Browns after a while. It was just it just made him angry all the time. And I never got to ask him if he if he was forced to or he also enjoyed like your mother did enjoy listening to the SAP broadcast for one quarter because your mother was so nice right. that she would give me ratings. She did and listen. To John for three quarters, but she, she would, would listen to me for one. She would. And, and the funny thing is she would watch the TV, listen to John, and 
listen to you for one quarter. Yeah. <laughs> so she kind of got she got a little taste of everybody. Really. She was she was she, she was even with that. She, she always told me she, she gave me a little. She little. said she said I you know that was her big thing and that she didn't understand you. She just liked the she just liked the way you sounded. Somebody was listening. <laughs> so I got I got to ask you what you're doing this this summer. But here's here's kind of what I'm doing this summer. Hey, what check it out. Mis padres son profesores. Ooh. That's right, buddy. I'm learning. I'm trying to learn Espanol. Are you doing it with... Nosotros. Nosotras. Oh, sí. That's we. Inclusive. That's, that, that's that you don't have to see... You don't have to say, by the way... Hey. By the way... Here we go. Check this out. Aprendo Español. That means I'm yes. learning Spanish. I'm learning Spanish, yeah. Oh, man. I'm by the way, it. now that you're learning Spanish, you are forbidden <laughs> to ever say Latin X. <laughs> that drives you crazy, man. Completely. That insane. drives you crazy. Completely insane. Hey, wh how's your summer been? I, my I summer, really haven't talked to you much. My summer has been uh, good. I, I, You know, this was the first, I finished my eighth season, mm -hmm. and it was the first one that it ended without me having any plans. Yeah. The first nice. four when I was here, you know, I was part of the formula that helped us go to four straight finals. Mm -hmm. You were. And we went, so we played the last game of the season. Mm. No, no, no problem. We knew it was doing in the middle. It was over in the middle of June. You know, July was already planned. Right. The next three, we knew that after the regular season, we were going <laughs> home. Oh man! Right. So this one was the first one that it, it went from a hundred to zero. The moment that clock hit three zeros, you know, against Atlanta. Yeah. So it was hard at the beginning. Not only is usually hard because our lives are so routine. Shoot around. We practice. We play or we practice. That's what that's what it is for mm -hmm. so long. Mm -hmm. And and to have nothing to do, nothing to prepare for, no yeah. videos to watch, no articles to read. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy it. My wife enjoys it a lot more. But it's hard to make that transition. So I stay here, you know, for Kobe's final conference mm -hmm. and that. And then I went to Miami. That's right, Kiki's uh, wedding, right? Yeah, Kiki's wedding. Rode my bike nice. for a long time. And uh, kind of protected my mangoes because wildlife <laughs> was like going crazy against you my mangoes. You got possums and everything. Yeah. Well, no, it was it was the squirrels. Yeah. <laughs> then the squirrels they just bite whatever is good on the mango, mm -hmm. let it leave it there. Then it was the raccoons on the floor. Then the birds, which is fine, I don't mind it. But the thing is that if they would just grab one and finish it. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't mind sharing some of it, but they just keep biting. So I have to like literally be out there watching. Cover. I co I have to. I bought these bags to cover the mangoes, just to keep them from buying from from killing my 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 fruit, man. We're so old and boring that I actually bought those same bags for my tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm growing tomatoes. I put those little bags on there. The NFL came over. She said, "You got to put those bags on." The yeah. Bag. Anyway, and I had to ask you: Are you watching the uh, the ten part uh, miniseries on Derek Jeter? I first of all, I think it's too short. Oh my. God, the captain! Come on, it man! Is, Seven it's parts. It's what an amazing hell? story. Do you know they took him to to the to Seattle when they played the Wildcard Series the year before in '95, just so he could get a get get his feet wet and get the feeling of the playoff? That's when when we when when, when we the Wildcard Series. Yeah, when they lost to the to the to the Mariners. Yeah, in that play at the, at the play with Ken Griffey Jr. score, and he oh, was that's right. there. They took him there. Just so he could see last year of the ex-captain, the captain before him, Don Mattingly, he was that was his last game. He went to the playoff his first year and his last year, nothing in between. Who Mattingly? The Hitman, yeah. Oh wow. So I think it's too short. Derek Jeter is. is Are you watching? Are you like enthralled? Of course with this? I am. Are you? I, I well, those years I was working with the brewery 
and I was hosting the suite at the Yankee, at Yankee Stadium, so I, I was there almost every game. And he was but, an Upper East Sider like us, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. He's 86. He Street. was a New York guy, and, yeah. and nobody. He was one of the few guys that could probably write a book about how to handle playing in New York. Yeah, yeah, he did it right. Randy Johnson was signed the day he was coming to his press conference. He got into a scuffle with, with the media for the camera being too close to him. Yeah, yeah. They respected Derek Jeter. Yeah. And he never gave him any. And that was great. And it's almost, it's it's impossible to, to live in New York and have a career that long and not get in. And not get in trouble. And the only time he got in trouble, they made a commercial out of it. When when the boss and him were on the visa commercial because he was out at three in the morning for his birthday. Oh, so God. the boss calls him into the office and he's like, boss, it was my birthday. So I mean, it's I New know, York, but, man, I mean, but that was the only time that he was, that the media actually wrote something about Jeter that had nothing to do with things. And then obviously, you know, when, when he started dating Mar Mariah Carey, I mm -hmm. haven't gotten to that part yet on the series. I'm sure they got a cover that she was banned because we went into a losing streak. So the boss said, no more Mariah Carey, understand? Do you think they're going to mention the gift baskets? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just real quick before we move on, did you watch uh, the All-Star game on Tuesday night? Absolutely not. You didn't? No. I have lost interest in, in baseball hmm. because they continue to try to change the game to cater to fans that are not baseball fans. I don't know. There's no man, baseball I, fan that is complaining that the game is two and a half hours long. Yeah, that's probably true. Man, we're going to go off on so many changes. What do you think about the shift getting put back? Being, I think that is ridiculous. They let the managers manage the uh, game. I play hate whatever. the shift. Why? I hate the shift. Bunt it's to terrible. third base with the third baseman behind it's second terrible. base. It's terrible. It's not softball. There, you don't have one, a midfielder. But I hate the shift. But there's one cardinal rule in baseball is keep the line moving. Right? Yeah. That's what they tell you when you're learning to play baseball. Keep the line moving. doesn't matter. Just get on base. And whenever you come in making a comeback. Well, who wants to see that? Who wants to see a, a left-handed bunting uh, down the third baseline? Because a lot of things can happen when somebody's on base. The game changes completely. The pitcher I, has to worry about the runner. The, if, he's, if he's a breaking ball pitcher, he can't throw it on the ground anymore. A lot of things can happen. And that's why it used to be so different. National League and American League. Now that they, they, with the DH and the National League and all that, it takes away all the. Like my father mm -hmm. wants a squeeze play every time there's a third, <laughs> the runner on third base, you know? Because your dad's, it was a your dad's hilarious. That's why. You know? That's why he loved La Russa <laughs> and La Sorda. And, and, I, and I like that, but man, like I, I hate the shift. That's my one thing that I just can't. Because I was a lefty. But you got, I, and, and if they'd have shifted on me, I'd have batted zero. No, I would have batted. That's why I always batted the other way. I never. I wasn't a pull hitter. I was a pull hitter. But, I mean, they. Do you, are you happy with the, the running on second base for, for extra no, innings? No, no, that's cheesy. Yeah, so it's the same that thing. That part's cheesy. It's cheesy. Why, like the clock on the? Oh, I mean, I don't care how many times the, the catcher goes to, to to the to the to the mound. It's baseball. <laughs> you know, one thing that kind of cheesed me during the All Star break that shows how old All Star game shows how old I am. I don't like interviewing the pitcher while he's pitching yeah, or the batter while he's batting. I mean, come but on. I, I hate that in football. I hate that in, in, in basketball when they do the timeout. Leave interview. him alone. Who cares? Let yeah. him play. And nothing is said that it actually betters the, yeah. the broadcast. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. So Matt Gold, bail me out. We got the Golden Boy <laughs> in the studio today. The Golden Boy. Welcome. Welcome back to the show. Buddy. The show is about basketball, by the way. Yeah, we're going to get <laughs> – hey, let's get into basketball right away. Matt, Matt Gold, you watched Summer League, didn't you? Mm -hmm. What would you think? It was Summer League. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. What do you expect? I mean, we had our guy play four games, right? Yeah. Yeah, right. who looked great. He looked, looked all right, yeah. excellent. Have um, you ever been to Summer League? 
I've not. It's it's an experience you need to go. <laughs> You've been have you been to summer league? Yes, I have. And and I never made it to Thomas and Max Center. Oh, uh, what happened? Um what happens in Vegas? Vegas, Vegas got Vegas to me. Yeah. Really? So you yeah. this was pre celery Rafa? Well, it was a it was a it was it was a, a jolly week during oh, the so, celery so transformation. You were, Oh, so you were in the transformation and, stage? And, and the captain was with me, so. Really? Yeah. Wait a minute. We so got, you guys were together. We you... got stuck in the adult pool at the win. So you guys had a big, fun adult time. Where was I? I don't know where, where, you, where you were. I don't, I don't like the sound of this, man. And, and the it, most usually when you fall off the wagon, I'm the, there. The most unfortunate thing about the All-Star, about the about uh, Summer League, is that it falls during the All-Star break. Oh, baseball. Yeah. Oh, which is great because you so go to sports So we were book. doing like parlays oh, and everything yeah. at the book, at the, at the sports book. And then we show up one day and it's all, we realized it was Monday of the All-Star break. So we ended up betting Gold Cup with a loop against Honduras. It was like a thousand to one. And we, uh, so it, it's, it's still it, kind of fun, though. I remember Vegas to me is not, it's not my, like my destination. No, I mean, like to me, Vegas is the kind of place that, that, you can't wait to get there, and then once you land, you can't wait to get out. Exactly. Yeah. In like four days, like summer league is about a week, maybe eight, nine days. But like the fourth or fifth day in Vegas, and man, you can't wait to get out of Vegas. And you have to remember, I my boxing and UFC days, I used to be there three right. weeks of the month. And right. one time I was there for three straight weeks yeah. changing hotels. Yeah. Because I had a concert, a UFC event, and a boxing fight for three weeks straight. So to me, when you say, go, let's go to Vegas... It's really no. not something I'm like jumping, no, at, jumping at it. So I agree. Yeah. I, I've, I've been to quite a few summer leagues. I, there's so many stories. Uh, one I remember, it's kind of a stupid small story, but we got to summer league and David Blatt was the new coach and he was going to coach the summer league team. And uh, our PR director, B.J. Evans, and I got there and uh, he was coaching in jeans. <laughs> and I, we thought... Dude, that's a bad start. Right, right away, you, you, that's a bad start. And then the one year was Mike Brown's year that he came back and coached the team, and he just beat the hell out of the guys in practice. He just practiced them right into the ground. I don't know if he was trying to show that he was a new Mike Brown or whatever, but I went. I think it was the summer before we won the championship. So, so it that was would have been Blatt, it was Blatt's. First year, second year, second year. Yeah, because the first year we lost, we lost. Yeah, right, because he got fired midseason. Yeah, yeah. So it was. I forget who was the coach. I forget. There were definitely. I think it was. Um, what was the kid from the from Oakland University? Oh, uh, Oakland uh, no. Fielder, K, K Fielder, K Fielder. Yeah, yeah, yeah the little yeah, guy. Yeah, he was. I think a, a draft. Okay, okay. A, a yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy. I mean, I was there. God, how could how could you have gotten? Tanked and me not have been there. Remember, I didn't have I didn't have access to the wolf like right away. I guess, I man. To, I'm, I'm disappointed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would have loved to have seen that you you going nuts in Vegas. Oh yeah, it was it was it was a oh, it was kinda, a, it was like um like a at least 50, 50, 60 hours straight of wow of like enjoying Vegas like old man, school. Man, I feel bad now. Yeah, let's go back. Let's go back and relive that. Mean you. I'll go to go Vegas anytime for that. That's one time where we can transition to Jolly Weekend and really? come back. Yeah. You heard that, Matt Gold. I'm in. You heard <laughs> yeah. that. It's on record. If we get Rafa to Vegas, he'll go back and go back and party. Yeah. And uh-huh. you, you you probably love being in Vegas, partying in Vegas with me because I still have that's where the name the mayor came was was Yes. Was let's, given. So hey, I still go. have access. And I, I still have pool. What are we waiting on, man? Let's go. Anyway, let's say hey, let's talk some basketball. Hey, before we get to that, Engage Jetty and Engage Kevin, 
No more. Yeah. I, I feel not. bad because I look at the picture for, for Kev's wedding and I wish I had like started like a GoFundMe. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the, library. the budget seemed a little, <laughs> the New York Public Library, that, that's what I was, I, they got me. <laughs> I, would, they, I have been to the best parties in my life at the New York Public Library. I ended up. Reading, makes total I ended sense. up reading the dictionary in like the top floor one time. I went. To- <laughs> I, be, I, I bet I knew what you did before you started yeah. that. <laughs> hey, the Cavs goes three and two. Mike Garrity takes a team out there. Yes. They go three and two. Win the last two. I think everything they wanted to achieve, they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, they wanted to establish R.J. Nemhart as a, a viable backup point guard, which they did. I think Ochai looked tremendous, man. He was the guy, Matt, you can ask Matt Gold, he was the guy I wanted going into the draft. He was the guy they drafted. I love it. I think he's the perfect fit. I love him since the, when I did the finals, the final four in New Orleans. Remy Martin, la tiene por izquierda, ahora el pase para Apache. Haga el triple sobre Wilson, no lo quito. Mejor que regresa para Javi Jr. en el centro. Busca pantalla de Lightfoot, ahora el pase afuera para Wilson. Cruzan a la izquierda para Oche. Apache! Cuatro de cuatro de larga distancia en los primeros ocho minutos del encuentro. Viene a Kansas ganando 19 a 8. He started against Villanova and had six triples in the first half. Yeah. And you could tell that he. I like what he he does things that a lot of kids coming into the league are coming here to learn, like the setting on screens, exactly. getting wide open. And you could see that him just looking for his spot yep. in the corner does something that, that will be very welcome here. Does that have anything to do with him being not only a four-year player in college, but where he went to school and who he's coached by? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course it is. It, it, his brain is a lot more developed than all, most of the kids coming in after yeah. one year. And, 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 and we have talked to coaches about this, and, and, and they all say that, you know, everybody's talented in the NBA, 1 to 15. Mm-hmm. They're all talented, right? A lot of them need the opportunity to, to be at the right place at the right time. You know, Jordan Poole with the Warriors, for example, yep. it, I think it's one, one great example of just falling into, but also that's how they draft, right? Mm-hmm. But a lot of them lose momentum in learning the transition, the terminology, right. Right. The, the different things you have to do. Most of these guys are the top scorers in their team in college, and they come in, and all of a sudden, kind of like coming into the NFL, and you have to be the special teamer to make it to, to get a spot yeah. on yeah. the team because that's how you get a job yeah. <laughs> in the NFL. Right. So most of them don't make that transition. Man, o- Ochai, I think, is ready for that. You can tell his maturity. Yeah. You can tell his. He's, 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 he's polished. Yeah. He's a polished person. You know, I mean, he's and he was academic. And he has all the American. body too. He has, right, right. Yeah. exactly. He's he's got all the tools. Uh, here's another important thing from the summer league: Luke Travers, mullets, stupid or not, man. I'm sorry, Luke Travers. Hey, I root for him. I'm sure he's a great kid. Why do people no notice mullets, the man? Why do what? Why do you bother with that? Why, I don't it, even notice. I didn't notice you that didn't he had a mullet, mullet until they made a big deal out of it. Well, I'm making a big deal of it. I think you should why? cut it because it's. Why? Why should he cut it, or why am I? Yeah. Why should he cut? Why does he bother you? Because it was because I lived through it. Because I lived through it in the eighties. Like young guys like Matt Gold, they don't know. I don't. I totally missed that part. Well, you were. Yeah. Maybe I was hanging in the the different. Well, you were hanging in El Salvador, man. Maybe. No, in the eighties, I was here in the U.S. already. And they were doing mullets in the eighties in New York. You're full of crap. I don't know. I'm saying I missed that. You might have been wearing one. That's why you missed it. You didn't even notice you were wearing one. But why do they, what, what, what does the <laughs> hair do bother you? Because it's stupid. 
because here's why here's why it bothers me. And again, I'm, uh, this is nothing against Luke Travers. This is against the mullet in general, mm-hmm. because the kid who just won the British Open was wearing a stupid Cam mullet. Smith, yeah, terrible mullet. And right away he went to the LIV the next day, didn't he? No. Well, a, it's not confirmed. But B, is it a coincidence that's the, a coincidence that they're both Australian? Okay, maybe it's an Australian thing, but I've seen plenty of dudes. In Who's another mullet guy that you that they can that you like can I told take you, Luke Travers and yeah. the kid who won the. Uh, besides those two, well, the, I've seen like my buddy's kid is wearing the mullet, and on top of the mullet, on top of the mullet, he's wearing a mustache, a mullet and a mustache. These are like the two worst Very things good. a dude could wear. And what is that you say about a mustache on a white kid? <laughs> never trust, <laughs> never trust a white man with a mustache or a black man without one. <laughs> What about a Spanish guy? Well, I think a Spanish guy could go either way. Yeah, all right. I mean, you look cool with a mustache or whatever, you know. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, that's my thing with Luke Travers. Wait a minute, so Cam That was my tangent. Speaking of international stuff, you know Cam Young played in Italy and Ukraine? Did he? Mm Mm-hmm. And he had a real, he had a pretty good summer league too. I like him, but obviously he, he has a lot to... He's a charge guy. To work on. He's a charge yeah, guy. Yeah, but he's, he's the a... type of guy, again, to going back to falling into the right situation. And, and, and remember for a long time when we were going to the finals, we didn't really have anybody come, come up or young guys. No. It was all, it's right. a whole different story now. Right, right, right. You never know what's going on with, the, you know. Which is really nice because back then, guys with some talent got choked off. Mm-hmm. Like Joe Harris. Joe Harris had, couldn't, yeah. couldn't make this roster. Yeah. Turned out to be a pretty good player. Yeah. Yeah. I hope he comes back next season. Come back to play, I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I know. He, had, he had a really bad time. Yeah, yeah. With injuries. Yep. And yeah. Such a good guy. Foot. Oh, great guy. Great kid, yep. Great guy. Uh-huh. Him, you know, he, I always like him because him and Deli and Champ, we we used to take the early bus, the early car to the, to the arena on mm-hmm. the road. And they're like really good kids, really good guys. Yeah. That was a good group. And then last, I got to talk about uh, Isaiah Mobley, who's different. He plays, he's different than his brother. Different in all senses. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Personality-wise. Yeah. Like, it's it's going to be great, though. I, I, I'm looking forward to him coming in. I want to hear stories about those two guys. I wonder what Evan is going to do to Isaiah in terms of, like, rookie. Because I heard rookie. that. It, that's going to be his <laughs> rookie. Is it gonna, what's it going to make him do? I mean, and he's the older brother. It's that's what I mean. It's going to be weird. That's what I mean. And like, I can't imagine Evan, like, even saying, go get me a paper. I can't even imagine it. Well, we're like a donut type of guy for the rookies. It's been like that since we got here. Yeah, just get the donuts and yeah, that'd be a good one. So I don't know. I don't know what they should do. What they used to do when I was with the dolphins, man. With the dolphins, the rookies had to feed the plane. So they, Ooh, would, really? they would contact everybody and ask what you wanted for the ride for the plane ride, and they would come in with all these wow. bags and bags of food and just like start feeding everybody. Like, I guess like from you know because I ask these guys every year about rookie initiation stuff like that. I think. It gets less and less and less and less every year. I remember when I used to ask guys, they'd make guys go out and buy them headphones and because they chase guys be, around. But now it's you know I don't know what you. I think, think the Richie Incognito thing kind of changed everything. I really, it has do, to I really be do. Fun, I think. you know, it has to be creative. Yeah. You have to that whole filling the car with popcorn thing is like getting old, kind of. It's That's what fun. I mean. Like they don't they don't burn guys anymore like rookies anymore. Now it's just they have them get like donuts and stuff. And it's a also, kinder world now. I mean, you see sometimes like in the NFL with the NFL draft just happening a couple months ago is like, you know, the rookies will have to pay for dinner or something. And that dinner ends up being like, like tens of thousands, <laughs> yeah, you know, hundred thousand dollars. Kind of, the Yankees used to make the guys dress of like, like 
they would pick uh, the Flintstones. Oh, you're allowed to have fun on the Yankees? Yeah, of course. Mm. They would pick like the Flintstones, and everybody, all the rookies would have to dress as somebody from the Flintstones on that road trip. See, that's a good one. You know? I remember Joe Harris, where his uh, rookie year, he had to wear like the Dora the Explorer. Yeah. Like a bag, like the like pink a, backpack. A backpack. Like little kids. Back, which is a, that's kind of a good thing, but I don't even know if they, I bet they don't even do that anymore. I bet that's kind of politically incorrect in a way. Yeah, I don't know. We, we have a different group of guys now, so it might be fun. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, but I don't, I don't know if they do that anymore. Okay, I'm going to transition to uniforms. What do you think of the new uniforms, man? I might be in the minority here when it comes to basketball fans and stuff. I like the plainness of them. I do too. I like the fact that you can actually, and by the way, the V with the basket mm-hmm. looks really good on that front. Even the even the lead, even the the practice uniforms and the summer league uniform look great. I thought the I love summer league uniforms. I think summer league uniforms always look cool. The only thing I would add is I think the gold should be more gold. Still a little bit on the yellow side for me or something like the the belt on the on the little league on the summer league team. Yeah. Kit. See, like I would like it to be more like gold, like like. Metallic gold yeah, or yellow gold? Like gold, man. Shiny. Gold shines. I agree. I agree. Matt Gold, you're kind of looking at me like kind of... I, no, I, I like them. And, and I think everybody agrees that they're better than what the Cavs have had the last four or five years. Um, I, 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 I feel like I wanted something more. Like because some, of the, because like, they're playing. I think Nike I is like going with that plane, you know, much better than, they're much better than Utah, by the way. Mm-hmm. Utah, what are they doing, man? <laughs> what is that? You know what that Utah thing reminds me of? Like, did you ever see that meme of like Steve Buscemi where he walks into like and he's like, "What's up, fellow kids?" Yeah, it's like Utah. Just be Utah, but man. I, What's it, it, what about that says Utah? I like, but I, in our side, I like the fact that they are so different to what we ever had. Mm-hmm. Especially going into this new group and core guys that are creating their own, like, like a new generation mm-hmm. of our history. Mm-hmm. I like that. They'll have that. You know how we talk about the black, like, like what you're wearing, the, the orange and, and, and light blue that everybody hated at the, the time? Everybody the hated them. And then when they came back at the, at the retro, everybody loved them. If you talk to the player, remember Brad Doherty told us, everybody hated those uniforms. <laughs> they were terrible. They were everybody ugly. loved them, right? Right. But it, we have, you know, the, the LeBron days, the, the checker flag thing with, with the miracle. What, what, are they, what do they call those things? What, the piping, the horizontal piping yeah. on the side? I love that. But that's what I, mean. I so love. These that. guys have this now, the new logo, new branding, new image, and the gold back. So I like that. What's you know what? Favorite? You know what I'm going to do. I'm going to circle back to mullets and mustaches here, because I know you like. <laughs> Why are you because... so traumatized with mullets, man? <laughs> because when people like that, the ugly calves thing with the the light blue and the ball going in from the early '90s, the one Matt Gold is wearing right now, mm-hmm. they liked it because it was ironic, and that's the same reason people like mullets and mustaches because it's ironic. No, but I'm not saying that's people... why. First of, first of all. I don't know what ironic about it. I like the logo. It's ironic because people hated it. Los because Cap people hated is. it, and they want to say, "Yeah, but I like it." Okay, because no one liked Los Caps shirt. It's like, like that. it's like dudes drinking a uh, Pabst Blue Ribbon. But I want to make it clear that it's not that I like the mullet or right. I dislike you, it. I just I don't understand why is it that it's something that catches your your attention. Like, oh my God, so the way the dude is wearing his hair. Because it's like, like well, the, again, Jared, I don't, I don't Jared care. Jared has an afro. Uh, call, uh, what's his name? Uh, 
DG comes with the with braids, the, with the dra- which are so cool. It's like, I know, but it's it, it just hair, man. You you got none. Yeah. So it, it's hair. Wait, what, what are you saying? White, what, because I don't have hair what, that I am no, not allowed to criticize what I'm saying is people's hair. Why a, a certain style? Because it was ugly then, is and it's that ugly now. You back in the day, because it was ugly then, and it's ugly now. It's like stupid. That's what I bought. That's why it bothers I, me. It's a I'm dumb st- look. What I'm stuck is that like, like I, look at Matt I didn't even hair. notice. He looks like a like a respectable young man. I look at him and I'm like, that guy could be serious. You could put him in a suit. <laughs> you take a dude with a mullet, a, a guy in his twenties wearing a mullet and a mustache. I cannot take that dude seriously. I look at him and I say, you're I kind, of a, see how you're kind of a little bit of a clown, man. I don't see how that's an issue. If a dude came in here with a suit, looking like the dude that won the British Open with that hair kind uh-huh. of pointing in the back and a and a mustache. A twenty-some-year-old dude with a mustache—you wouldn't look at him and be like, "That's an unserious individual." No, you wouldn't. I no. Well, absolutely you, not. You're you're full of it. No. Well, why? Then, then you'd why? be a bad then you'd be a bad uh, HR person <laughs> because you couldn't spot a dude that's. But the hair has nothing to do with the dude. Of course it does. It's like you're telling me if you see the punk dude with the spike. Right. Would like, you if, if that dude, like bad people or? I'm not saying they're bad people. Would you hire that dude? If, if he came in look like if, he's if the dude came in looking like Sid Vicious, would you hire him? Hmm? If a guy came in with his hair like up like Sid Vicious, would if you he's something, is he somebody that fits what we're looking for? <laughs> I'll, I'll take him. It's like it's the same thing of people being scared of like people that are all tattooed. That's cool. That looks How cool. How is that different? Because it cool looks to one cool. Person isn't cool to the other. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm just surprised how you are just so thrown off by a hairdo. I'm just making conversation. No, I know, but it, it, it is it is interesting that you're being so uh, like judging somebody. But Traumatized. <laughs> what's your, I don't what's know what happened favorite? at the country club in in in, God, in Godfrey Heights. Like somebody with a mullet. Like we wouldn't, your horse we wouldn't allow someone in, a, in in my Garfield Heights country club. With that <laughs> what are you saying, Matt Gold? What's what? your favorite New Jersey? Uh, the white. The white, because like I like. Uniforms that are clean and fast, yeah. and and that is. Both. I like the wine though. The wine's always cool with the full. Wine looks good. I like. I the, don't know if I don't like the fact that the blacks don't have sleeves. Uh, because because that, that, that's we don't what have they sh- always had. You know that the, the, the championship. Last four years, the last four years we haven't. No, I know, but I'm saying when you when I think of that uniform, I always think of the sleeve shirt. The C is kind of extra large on the black one. It's yeah. maybe a little. Do you like the C on the side of the shorts? Not, not really. Yeah, I would have liked the more clean. Agreed. Short. Agreed. So anyway, but I think. Why do we know about? They're very cool. Artistic design. Exactly. We're not uh, world-renowned artists. Like I'll Daniel tell you Arsham. why. And this is something that I tell everybody, especially with the city edition kits that come out and everything. Mm-hmm. They look so much better when the players got them on. That's it. And the court is on the floor. That's it. And the court's going to match the uniform that's and it. everything. They look so much better. So that's, there's, that's one angle that yes. we haven't seen yet. No doubt. Once the court's on and, 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 and every, the goal, it, yes. it, it's just going to be, it, yes. trust me, it's not going to be as bad as that Miami Vice thing they put in Miami. There's, now, there's something we can agree on. Okay. That was disgusting. Yeah, it's bad. It just well, which one are you guys talking? All about? of them. All, all of them. All Miami of them. Vice. That's where you guys are wrong. See why? It's, but I think that's a generational thing. I think young people love that thing. If we're and, talk, if and we're I talking, think they love it because it's ironic. they love what Be- the the Miami like the Miami Heat uh, the Miami Vice look with the pink and the. Now, Again, now, I think now, it, I think it's an I think it's an ironic. Messy for me. If we're talking about what was it like two years ago when mm-hmm. they did like the cotton candy like half blue half pink, that's a little much. That was kind of gross. 
but like the all the all blue, the all pink, the all white, like those were. Numbers. Yeah, but that, last year they have one that even the numbers were different well, well, colors well, on the well, plate. Yeah, they they tried to copy our ransom note look, and it failed. yeah, <laughs> and it, it looked like it looked like that ransom note exactly. That's what it looked like. Yeah. And yeah. then in the back, somebody had white right. number with yeah, pink, that, and the other one had yellow yeah, with it was like. And for me, for my angle in broadcasting, it's bad for the eye. Mm -hmm. Just trying to figure out what, who, who, what number the play is. But I don't like that. And the court, too many colors, man. Too much, yeah. Like, too too loud, too Now, you garish. know which one? Talking about artistic, the Nets do really good. I love the Nets. Series of Bastiat art, like the colors and everything. That I love. They, they do. So, and I, obviously, black and white is always. Right. And in, okay. in terms of the heat, they do something rarely that I love, that I wish we would do and we can do. You're a Mountaineer. West Virginia used to do this. White on white. Mm -hmm. White logo, white numbers, white uniform. That's they, not good they, for me, though. I, well, we care about you. Sorry, Ralph. White uniforms, white numbers, white, like, and then they, they did the, they do the all black, where black uniform, black numbers, black logo and stuff. I love that. Try to do the heat game in Chicago from the hockey booth and trying to figure out who's, who got the ball and who's doing the thing. It's not you, good for, you know, no, I'm saying, I'm just, or in, or in Toronto. Yeah, they don't have to worry about when you're with the heat and they're flashing their rings at you. Loud arena. That's that's my least favorite stop in the whole league, Miami. I love it. I get to see my wife. That doesn't help us out. <laughs> <laughs> in any way. Hey, speaking of that, uh, schedule in about two weeks, I'd say. What? No, three weeks, three weeks, right? Middle of August uh, 11th, 12th, 13th, right yet? in there. Hmm? Have you seen any draft yet of the, of the schedule? schedule? I don't think anybody has. Oh, okay, because I know you guys always get like that. Uh, yeah, we'll get it a few days before. You know, you, your sources always yeah, tell you. And the days, we get a circle. The biggest day is going out to Sacramento to see your folks. That's, I know. That's the one. That's my, the big one. My father has been asking me to talk to the league. He thinks I actually can actually call somebody at the league and say, make sure you put Sacramento on a day that we had the night before. Yeah, man, call Adam. Because we always go to my parents' house. Mm -hmm. It started the first day. The first year, it was like eight of us. And then the last time we went, it was like 25. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> but my father loves it because he's in charge of liquor. And my mom loves it because she's in charge of cooking. So, But the last three seasons, we haven't been able to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the 19, it was, no, 20th, it was canceled before we made out west. Mm -hmm. The next season, we didn't travel. And last season, we got pulled off the plane on that trip because of the outbreak during the season. So so I officially haven't missed any. You haven't missed any, no? Yeah, so good. My attendance is yeah. still perfect. Good. We never, I never been to Chase Center. I never have in either. San Francisco. That's the one arena in the, the NBA. The only arena in the NBA yeah. I've never been to. Yeah, me neither. So I'm looking forward to that. But I used to love Oracle. I was a guy who loved Oracle. Yeah. It was cool. It was uh, Especially driving by and see the yeah, bullet yeah. signs and the stop signs. Yeah, the yeah. bullet holes in the stop signs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it was like Oracle, like people, I don't know, it was organic. It really was. I mean, then you know, those fans have always been good, even when the uh, Warriors sucked. They were always really good. Because it was real fans. Real fans. Yeah. Well, Oakland people. Now it's going to be, I hear it's different because it's obviously. It's going to be like your brother. High rollers, man. It's kind of like what happened at Yankee Stadium. Really? The place was so I've never expensive. been to the new one. You like it and you won't. It's okay. not Yankee Stadium. Yeah. On 161st Street on River Avenue. Yeah. That was incredible. It is, it, that one was a cathedral. I always thought about walking up the ramp and looking into the, coming out and mm -hmm. seeing the, the, the stadium, the field. Mm -hmm. It was amazing. This one is different look because it's new, but it's so expensive so that the real fans that are left out because they can you can't afford to go other than to sit in the bleacher bombs and 
and play and and watch it from from way out there. But it's we should go. We should go. Hopefully, you know, when we go to New York this season, I got I I got a hook up there. We can get some good seats. Are they going to win the whole thing this year? I hope there's a Subway Series. I do too. That's for the sure. La- like I said, the last one sucked, man. It was What do you mean it sucked? It was terrible. What do you mean? Derek Jeter up the middle boom, against our lighter. Was it a sweep? Or, no. Or one? No, they won one. That's what I mean. A general they actually, sweep. You know, that was, the, that was the first time Mariano gave up a homer in the postseason since he gave one to Sandy yeah. Alomar here. I was there for that. It was beautiful. I was and there. Lighter was also an Upper East Sider with us yeah. at the time. Lighter was. We there. all could have hung out, man. Me, you, Derek God, Jeter, God Al Lighter. Knows, God knows what he's doing. <laughs> But hey, yeah, I want a Subway Series. Yeah, me too. That would be that would be fun. Or and then we go, we drive, we drive down there. And the Guardians are not going to go anywhere near the World I know. Series. This year. I know that's not true. But we're trade for one soda. Huh? Huh? <laughs> well, I say we're going to trade for one soda. You're still not going to smell the World Series. Ooh, I t- well, I'll tell you what, boy. If they trade for one, they do, uh, if they wanna, they're not going to make that trade. I don't want to. I don't want to send away all of our top prospects. I think they're fine where they are right now. They're a fun team to watch. Yeah. I was in Miami watching the the Guardians games. They're fun. They're good. They're really fun to watch. Yeah. But I don't think they need I don't think they're one player away, just to be honest with you. I don't think so either, especially because like I said, you're gonna have to trade away how many top prospects and guys who are going to be able to contribute. Probably starting. I would season. just suck, just just play along right away with the, what you have right now, and mm-hmm. then maybe in the offseason see what you can do. But I don't think they're a team that should be buying in the in the media, in the in the in the trade deadline, which is not unless, approaching. Not unless you're going to trade for somebody who has more than two and a half. But it's like the same thing control. with Kevin Durant, for example. Oh, Everybody yeah. talks about, if oh, the, you know, where's he going? The trades. Wherever he goes, the team is not going to look mm-hmm. the way it looks right now because he's like, oh my god, he's going to go to Phoenix. Okay. But the, the the Nets already said they won. Kevin Durant is going to be on the Nets on opening night. Right. He and Kyrie both. No. Yeah. One will, one will not. Do you think prediction. Kyrie's going to go to the Lakers? I think Kyrie will not be a Net, and I think Kevin Durant will be. Do you think he'll be a Laker? Yes. How did that sound that he left here because he didn't want to be number two? Because <laughs> he's, he's going to go to LA hey, to he be number up. two. He's Kyrie. He grew up. Yeah. He matured. Well, he's gonna be number. I'm not, three. I'm not gonna go that far. <laughs> he's where is he gonna be number three? In LA. Mm, I don't know about that either. LeBron, AD, and and him. Mm, you, you think? I don't know. I think he's number two out, out of that group. No, I'm saying, but it's one's still, never healthy. Well, I, mean, well, I was gonna say, it depends. Right, if I mean, healthy. Yeah, but still, and what I'm saying is, dude. I know. You Believe me, you're preaching the choir on Kyrie. You just went 360. You know when people say, like, oh, my God, I went 360. When they're trying to say he went 180 just to yeah. change direction. And yeah, they yeah. say, no, you went 360 because you didn't up in Now you're back with Le- <laughs> Right, I know. <laughs> I know, but, you know, I mean, it's all with Kyrie. And, again, he's a great, great, great player. And he hit the biggest shot for us. But uh, it's caveat emptor, man. It's buyer beware with him. You know what you're getting, but you don't know what you're getting. So you're getting sage, that's for sure. You are. So you'll have a nice smelling locker room. <laughs> he is. But as a ter- in terms of a ball player, he's the best guy. He's the best ball handler. The best. He's good. He's great. Right. There's yeah. no question about it. He's fun to watch. Best handle in the NBA, I think. Yeah. In Steph Curry, but I think in terms of a player, but uh, he's just he's just an odd duck, I guess. Yeah. I mean, that's the best way I can put it. Anyway, hey, you guys want to wrap up? Yeah, man. This little, because uh, I know you're busy. You got uh, some kind of Cuban thing coming up. No. Well, that's Friday. I was actually <laughs> asked this morning, it's, it's Noche de Guayavera. Guayavera is the, a very Cuban 
style shirt, you know, linen, so the warm weather. And I was actually asked, like, do you know what a guayabera is, Rafa? And I was like, well, you know, not only I lived in Miami for the last 10 years, but I'm married to a Cuban, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, I don't understand. I, I, I don't understand you, th- what this benefit is about. It's for a shirt. What? I don't no, know. it's for the Young Latino Network. And I already told them I'm not saying other, anything other than the Hispanic community or Latino community, whatever you want me to say. But I'm not adding any other extra letters to it. And <laughs> it, it's a benefit just to celebrate 20 okay. years of them being here in Cleveland, empowering the Latino community. Okay, very good. And then today. I'm doing something that is really interesting. Maybe you should join me next week. We do it every Wednesday with the Monsters. We'd go and play hockey with, with some refugee kids. Kids, uh, It's like the school has like 300 of them, which among themselves, they speak like 20 languages. And, and only like 20 of them speak English. Yeah, so we play hockey. They're like from Afghanistan, some everywhere in Africa. Do I have to play South hockey? Yeah, it's on the, on, the, on, the, on the basketball court. Not ice, hockey, obviously. Okay. But it, you know, we do three hours of that activity, like activity thing. Every that. Wednesday? Every Wednesday we do it, yeah, with okay. the monsters. You got anything else, Matt Gold? No. Okay. You know what it's time for now. Hasta pronto. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get out of here. I'm going to say some thank yous, but not many because we didn't do much on this show. We have to say thank you to Lucy Barris, the one and only. She's uh, doing an Lucy, amazing uh, job, by the she way. She is. She always the, does. With us volunteering, you know, with the cats, we're volunteering mm-hmm. with the community. The other day we went to Lorraine. You should have been there too. I had to shovel <laughs> mulch into a, into a, what do you call that cart? Wheelbarrow. Wheelbarrow. Into a wheelbarrow. And bring, we covered their whole garden with mulch. That, that was a great thing. And that was to Lucy. We, we also volunteered at the, at the kids' book bank, mm-hmm. just sorting books and things from yeah. like different categories of like early readers and stuff like that. You're really out in the community, man. I really, I, well, you gotta I really admire back. you. You got to give back, you know? Yeah, I know. But Lucy is the, the head of, of that for, for our community relations. So she's she Mrs. Varys. Mrs. Varys, yes. We have to thank the golden boy. Yeah. Uh, we have to thank Robert J. Hegeman, who does all the technical stuff. Uh, what did he do? All the technical stuff. You know, he's a big wrestling fan. Right? I, I know he is. I know. He'd crush you. Nuh-uh. Not if I put my blue, no, no, dem- no. My blue demon <laughs> mask. No, dude. He'd put you in a figure four leg. No line. way. He totally would. The top rope. He'd choke you out. Yeah. <laughs> We say thanks to Matt Gold for joining us this morning. Thank you, Matt Gold, for waking up early and coming and joining What's us. What's going on with you and, and the online? What, what you got busy? What you got going this summer? Uh, we're, we're, we're like free and clear almost now until schedule release. Really? Matt Gold doesn't do anything. He comes in in the morning and then he finds a, <laughs> yeah. like a, he finds a spot in the arena and he takes a nap for the rest of the day. Stop. Stop. There's a cot somewhere. <laughs> Listen, goes, we're locker hey. room F. <laughs> Listen, we're, we're advocating for, uh, for nap pods. You know Ooh. what? If you want, if you want a spot, sensory room. Go to the no <laughs> the sensory room. If somebody might need it, go to the referee locker room. They got a really nice couch. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Wow, see, they got a really nice couch at the referee locker room. Ooh, this, that's a good that's a good tip. I'm gonna go yeah. take a nap after the show. Yeah, Check so it out. Nice. It's a great it's a great leather couch Ooh. there. All right, so you can take a nap. Okay, uh, we have to say thanks to the dynamic duo of Dirty Kurt and Marty yeah. Allen. Love those guys. I really do love those guys. Uh, and as always, the hardest working man in the building, in, in, in show business, the guy that puts us all together, <laughs> D-Mac, the man who takes it from A to Z every time. Thanks, D-Mac. Unsoup uh, the nut. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back uh, before, we'll, maybe next week, before you uh, before you head back. To I'm Florida. heading out 
to Miami. California. To pick up my wife, and then we're going out to California. Guess what I'm doing? Hmm. I'm riding my bike around Lake Tahoe, 150 miles. We're going to do, and we're going to do sample, we're going to be sampling wine you know, over the weekend. Don't fall off, please. He's good. No. <laughs> it, it, we ride in and then wine in the night and then ride in again. Everybody gets to have you get drunk with them besides me, man. I'm not about to gotta get back on the road, man. <laughs> anyway, so uh, we'll be back maybe next week, but uh, definitely before you head down, before you uh, yes. get out of town. And as always, good night, Freddie Mac, wherever you are. Fire's leaning. Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.